0: You know, there was a lot for me, and this was really my intention, and I think I did get this out of it, Um, you know, unpacking a lot of layers and old programming. And and we've talked about even this on the podcast with different guests, but releasing shame and guilt and negative self-talk and resentment and just cutting the cord from old childhood programming that I've had. You know, around anxiety and chaos and never feeling good enough or smart enough and that how that impacts me as a person, as a wife, as a mother, as, you know, an entrepreneur, as a health coach within my business, and really getting to just release that um, and falling in love with myself. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hi, today is
1: so exciting. We are gonna talk with my co-host, Stephanie Potter. And um, it's just really fun to do these episodes where it's just us, and we're going to get to know Stephanie better today and dive deep into what's been going on in her life recently. But before we do that, we want to mention that we have our 14-day functional medicine liver detox starting on January 9th, so that's coming right
0: up. Yeah, and we're really excited because we've changed the program a bit for January. Typically, we do the seven-day. We're now adding on another week because we realized, for many people, um, January is a great time to really invest in our health, and you know, a lot of people want to create new habits this time of year. But what we found is, while everyone feels great after seven days, they sometimes struggle with implementing a lot of the healthy habits and... Um, foods that they enjoy during the detox into their life. So we're going to use that second week as a way to add back certain foods while still eating really clean and doing the daily shakes. And then we also have an exciting addition because you're going to get a cookbook, a brand new cookbook that's being released in January by Emily Maxson, who is Emily's Fresh Kitchen on Instagram, and that's her website. And you're going to get to hear from her and we're going to add, you know, lots of videos and an immunity boosting workshop and so much more.
1: So head on over to our show notes to sign up or go over to our website or Instagram pages. You can pretty much find the detox on all of those links. And we cannot wait to have you join us.
0: But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Good Health Sauna. It's time to relax, rejuvenate and renew. Everybody wants to feel better. Everybody wants to be healthy and happy. Good Health Saunas is proud to provide top of the line infrared saunas that deliver the most impactful results for overall health and wellness. Infrared saunas produce penetrating heat to help you sweat and heal your body from the inside. Sweating on a regular basis can help you feel amazing. Numerous studies have been done to show the power of infrared sauna use to help you sweat. Health benefits of regular sauna use may include detoxification, immune system support, muscle repair, chronic pain relief, relaxation, deeper sleep, and so much more.
1: There are a lot of reasons people buy Good Health Sauna. I just recently bought one at the Minnesota State Fair and I am loving it so far. From the moment of purchase to the delivery and setup, Good Health Sauna staff have been amazing. They answered all my questions and they did a fabulous job with the installation. I look forward to my new evening routine where I take a 30 to 40 minute sauna before I shower and go to bed. And I love how relaxed I feel. And more importantly, how I am adding to my overall health and happiness. And best of all, it's a great way to remove toxins from my body daily. Good Health Sauna provides commercial grade infrared saunas for in-home and commercial use. Backed up with the best warranty in the industry, lifetime guarantee, and unmatched customer service. They have three stores, one at the Mall of America in Minnesota, and two in Wisconsin, Appleton, and Waukesha. For more information and to purchase online, go check out your special offer at www.goodhealthsaunas.com slash the art of living well. So... Before we dive in, Stephanie, I'm so curious to hear about your Thanksgiving holiday. How did it go? I know
0: your parents were in town and your sister was in town. Yeah, it was so nice, Marnie. Thanks for asking. Um, so my family, my sister and my parents live in Rochester, New York, which is where I grew up. And it's, you know, a ways from Minneapolis here and <laughs> not easy to get to right now with the connecting flights. So Long story, my parents have not been here in two years, and I've only seen my parents once. I made a quick trip home last year before we were in lockdown again. And my sister had not been here in two years. So my kids and my husband had not seen my family and I had barely seen my family. And they came in two separate trips over the last couple of weeks. And it was so so nice to see them. Um, It's been hard just during this pandemic, not seeing any family. We don't have any family here. and I realized just how much I missed them, especially my sister, you know, um we're like two and a half, three years apart, and it was a really quick trip, and I didn't want her to leave. I was really sad. That was the first time I've ever like really cried after she left. Aww. And so it just, yeah. um, it was special. And she's a great aunt and just a great person. She's been working a lot. She works in a hospital and a lot of COVID patients. So the last couple of years have been really hard. She hasn't left or gone anywhere. My parents hadn't either you know, a lot of us, including my family, we've traveled and we're working from home and, you know, they, she doesn't have that luxury. So, um, it was just, it was really nice. It just really amplified the fact how important family is and just making that effort to, to spend time with them, even if it's, you know, just calling more on zoom or doing whatever you can. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah, but Thanksgiving dinner was great. And we make a full, We do the full turkey and all the sides and pumpkin pie and apple crisp and all the good, yummy food. And then my husband makes stock with the turkey and we make a turkey pozole soup the next day, which we've been doing for years, which is a big tradition. We have that on Friday. So, yeah, it was a really nice time. It was a good holiday. That's awesome. Yeah. What about yours, Marnie? I know you had a lot of family in town, too.
1: Yeah, I also hadn't seen a lot of my extended family for the last two years. And my husband's care parents, my in-laws came in town and stayed with us. Um, and we hadn't seen them in the two years either. So we had a whirlwind of family um, for almost an entire week. And there were some of the family that came in were pretty nervous just because of everyone traveling from all different parts of the country. So we ended up doing a lot of rapid tests. My kids by day three of rapid testing were like, do we have to do this again? But in order to get into the door, so my parents hosted 40 people for Thanksgiving, all family. And in order to get into the door of their home, you had to have a negative COVID test. And that actually, when I first heard about that, I was kind of like, really? But then at the end of the day, it ended up being so nice because everybody, nobody wore masks, everyone let down their guard. And it just felt so normal for those few hours that we were all together. And the food was amazing. Everybody brought things. And my mom made these wonderful turkeys and set beautiful tables. And it was just, it was such a fun night and weekend for that matter. I also, like you, realized how much I really missed family. And just like, you just kind of it's, it's so relaxing when you're with family, you don't have to think about anything. Right. And my son was home from college and he, it was a really quick trick for trip for him. He was home on a Monday back at school on a Friday because there was the big Michigan, Ohio state football mm-hmm. game, which he did not want to miss. Um, so it was, it was great.
0: Yeah. It I'm
1: very great. grateful that we had such a wonderful week. uh uh-huh. And so anyway, now we should dive into Stephanie mm-hmm. and I, for the first thing I'm dying to hear about is your reset retreat that you went on in October in Tulum. And I know it was led by one of our past podcast guests, Vanessa F- Fields, Files, yeah. Files, sorry, um, And I remember when you came to me and you said you were thinking about doing this, I swear it was like maybe a week before the trip, maybe two weeks. (laughs) And I thought you were crazy. Like literally, I was like, you're really going to just jump on a plane and go on a trip like two weeks ahead because that's so not the way I feel like I can do things. And I was actually feeling very envious as you were telling me about it. But so, So tell us about it share how this all went down and what prompted you to go?
0: You know, it's funny. I had not thought about it. I knew about the retreat from Vanessa and I said, no, it's going to conflict with you. And I had um, a little retreat to go interview the owner of wild rice retreat already scheduled. And our family was going on a fall break the following week. And so I just said, no, the timing doesn't work. And then I get on the phone, with Vanessa, who is a wonderful human and an intuitive, and you know, she's very into meditation and all these things. And she's like, well, but maybe Stephanie, maybe this is, you You should just go, you should not let all the programming of, I don't do that. I don't do back-to-back trips like that. I have the mother guilt. Oh, I'm going to be gone from my family. And how is my, how are my kids going to, you know, survive while I'm gone. Right. Um, not that my husband isn't perfectly capable. So I, you know, I slept on it. I thought about it and I talked with my husband and I, you know, I knew it was going to be a transformative experience. And I had to first get over that hurdle. Like, am I ready? This is going to be hard work. This is not just going and sitting out on a beach all day. This is a retreat. It's a reset retreat. Um, it's meant to be a transformative experience and really to have like an awakening, you know? Um, and so I remember talking to you about it. And I remember you saying like, oh, that's a lot. Like, are you going to be stressed? Because I run like that's something that would stress me out having all those trips, like you said. And then I found out that the only accommodations, so there was a house and then the other accommodations were tents and they were luxury tents, but that was a tent, like no bathroom, no running water in the tent on a beach. And we're not campers. My family, were, we were not campers growing up. We had, have not camped. I think I camped a couple of times in college or high school for a concert, you know, that's sort of it. And I decided that putting myself even further outside my comfort zone was actually exactly what I needed, and so I had to walk to the bathroom and you know outside the tent, and we didn't wear shoes anywhere. You like wiped your feet in a little bucket outside your tent before you went inside because your feet were sandy. Anyway, I showered outside, you know. Um, so I just went for it. I just really listened to my intuition and decided this is exactly what I needed, and I, I did end up having one friend that joined me on the retreat. kind of last minute also. And I'm so glad that I did. Um, I, I really let go of those programs uh, in my head, telling me what I should or should not do based on, you know, a schedule and a very like rigid schedule at that. And it was amazing. Um, It was.
1: And I was just going to say, I remember when you told me about the tents at first and I was like, you are crazy. Like you're literally <laughs> out of your mind. And then once you went on the retreat, you know, they were posting, I don't remember if it was you or the leaders, but they were posting on social media, like all this stuff. And I saw the tent and I was like, Oh, I could do that. Like that. They were really nice tents and it yeah. is a tent, but right. but it's like, it was like glamping almost. Right. Yes.
0: Yes. And it wasn't and, like I was in the tent all day or anything.
1: And, you know, As I tried to put myself in your shoes while you were away, I was thinking, okay, this would be really out of my box Uh and a really good challenge, but I think
0: I could do it. You could totally do it. Anyone could do it. And part of it was just, it was this very thoughtfully and curated experience to support this awakening process for everyone. And I've never been with basically nine, eight strangers, I guess you know, I knew one or two, I knew one of the guides and I knew uh, my friend who I all, I connected with each of them. And we were very different and all very similar. And I felt like I was with my people. I felt like I was brought into this very magical space. So it was outside of Tulum, which I had never been. It was, um, I hope I'm saying this right. The Sian Khan, Sian, Sian Khan, it's like this ecosystem. It's this reserve. It's a, UNESCO world heritage site. And it was just this spiritual place and you were in nature the entire time. And the food was amazing and very nourishing. It was all, you know, very much planned. Um, and it really allowed us to be vulnerable and everyone had these like awakening experiences and, you know, tears being shed and lots of, you know, coaching going on and really being part of the group. Um, was powerful, you know, versus even like a one-on-one coaching situation, but really it is part of the group and the group energy, it, it was amazing. It was really like nothing else I've ever experienced. And I know you've gone on retreats. I have never really gone on a retreat like that. And I would say like, of course, every retreat is very different, but the
1: retreats that I have been on, like the yoga retreats, it is such a powerful experience. And it does seem to bring a certain type of person together. And you all have like this common bond and it, it's amazing. And it's so cool that something like that can bring strangers together in such a powerful way. Yes. And it's yeah. like, you may never see the person again, or maybe you'll meet them again somewhere in life five years later, 10 years
0: later, but you'll always have that bond. Absolutely. We're actually trying to plan a reunion. It's just kind of tricky with the holidays right now. Cause Everyone is from Minnesota who was on the retreat, which was, which was nice.
1: So what would you say, like, was your biggest takeaway? Like, like you came away from this retreat and what, what do you feel inside? Or like, what, what did you take home with you?
0: Yeah. You know, there was a lot for me and this was really my intention. And I think I did get this out of it. Um, You know, unpacking a lot of layers and old programming. And, and we've talked about even this on the podcast with different guests, but releasing shame and guilt and negative self-talk and resentment and just cutting the cord from old childhood programming that I've had you know, around anxiety and chaos and never feeling good enough or smart enough and that, how that impacts me as a person, as a wife, as a mother, as you know, an entrepreneur, as a health coach within my business. And really getting to just release that um, and falling in love with myself. Like that's not something, I know we talk about self-love on this with guests all the time too, but that's not something, you know, I just never, I was, I lacked a lot of confidence for most of my life. And so trying to love myself, because that's really the only way you can put forth love in the world and be, you know, be of service to others. And so that's just something I'm trying to, I've been trying to do for a while. And this retreat really elevated it for me um, and to be completely at peace with myself. So would you say you were able to
1: like, so you came home with that, which is amazing. And that is like a lot of unpacking and old programming to undo in the course yeah. of a week. Would you say you've been able to maintain that going forward? I now you're what, like a month out from the retreat. Are you still kind of on that retreat high or do you notice old patterns kind of coming back up? And if so, how are you able to remind yourself of your experience and get yourself out of that loop? If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I
0: mean, that's a great, that's a great point because yes, there was for sure a high for like, you know, a week or two, right. And everything was going so well. And I actually didn't get stressed about going on the trip right after I got home. And then the other, you know, the other one, the work and the family trip. Um, I have to be good, diligent about my meditation and some of my other like energy clearing practices and making the time for me, especially right now, as we record this, it's after Thanksgiving in the midst of all the December holidays. And so that's a busy time of year um, personally and, you know, work-wise. So it's, it's hard. It's a challenge. It's definitely not perfect. I've definitely not taken forth everything that I said I was going to do and done it, but there are certain things like, you know, just what I realized on this retreat, and this was through some of coaching is that part of my issue is like wanting to control like certain members of my family or, you know, keep the house a certain way or be eating a certain way at at home and that sort of thing. And really when I let go and just let others in my house kind of step in and do what, do what they want to do without me intervening, it actually works out sort of better. So like I came home and this example was my husband just like had made dinner and doing all these things and versus me kind of saying, oh no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like sometimes I think as moms and especially for myself, I just want to do it. So it's done the way I want it done. And, you know, I can control what people are doing and make that sort of makes me feel good um, to a certain extent, but yeah, that's not healthy for my family either, you know? And so I think I, I'm trying to let them make decisions and make choices on their own, whether it comes to like just simple things like keeping the house clean or, you know, so I'm not feeling like a nag. Um, so that's been, you know, somewhat successful, I guess. <laughs> I'm still working on that.
1: Well, and those so are good things to strive toward. Yeah. And, to, and even just being aware and of that is great.
0: Yes. And, you know, yes. something really simple that we did was just like eating in community, which I love eating with my family like that to me in a calm man- manner, not like, oh, we have 10 minutes and got to get out right. the door, <laughs> but just taking a moment to express gratitude. You know, like when I was little, we had to say grace before meals and we don't do that in my house anymore, but just taking a minute to like appreciate who prepared the food, where the food came from, especially we use a lot of local farmers. And just take a pause because also that helps your digestive system and keep you in the right state so that you're in that calm, you know, parasympathetic state before you eat. Right. Mm -hmm. But it also just helps with the whole gratitude practice too. So that's something that we're not perfect at it, but we've been doing it at least a couple days a week. So I like to think over time, hopefully that can grow into a more consistent habit. And it's, And it's such a nice way to start a meal. Yes. And I think the other thing just as we wrap this part up um one of the highlights was focusing on what from an intuition standpoint but just sort of that inner child within you and what she is trying to tell me and it was really like play and have fun and those were like the key messages and Not be so worried about like getting everything done and some of the more masculine programming that I tend to have on the analytical side of your brain and letting like your kids, like, you know, your kid asks you something or mom, look at this or look at that. And you're like, oh, but I'm doing five things and we have to leave in 10 minutes. And I can't take the time. I'll look at it later and just try to be like, just be in the moment Mm
1: -hmm. and just
0: let them show you the way. Because I truly believe that our kids are here. They chose us and they are here to help guide and teach us and make us better. And so listening to our kids is something that I'm really trying to do more and not just listening, but like actively listening and process and admit when they tell you something, admit when you're wrong and you could do things better. You know, I think, I think there's a lot of wisdom and insight that we can learn from our children. Absolutely. I love that. Um, So speaking of children,
1: let's change gears a little bit and talk about your experience with your thirteen-year-old daughter, um, I know that you've started to share a little bit more about what's been going on with her well-being over the past, you know, six to twelve months. But I would love to hear whatever you're comfortable sharing, of course, with our listeners. You know what what is going on with your daughter, and um, what prompted
0: you to then get help for her? Yeah. So it was, you know, honestly, the year of COVID and homeschooling was rough on a lot of kids, right? And she went through puberty during that time and she's spending a lot of time in her room. And I just noticed, honestly, her spark, her fire, her personality was almost gone. You know, just if you look at, think about a dimmer switch, it used to be way up here, the full light was on and now it was like hovering, you know, there was barely any light within her. And so her normal personality traits and energy level wasn't there, but you kind of chalk it up to all this stuff going on, right. With the pandemic. And I did a lot of talking, I mean, to you and lots of other friends with moms, with girls. And some of it I think is just middle school and social and friends and all that stuff. But I just, my hunch was that it was something more. And so after a while I was, I mean, I would, I had lots of sleepless nights, let's put it that way, thinking about her and being really sad. Like, what is going on? She wouldn't talk. She wouldn't say anything. But her, I mean, you'd ask her a question and everything was, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, it was just like, what is going on? Where's my daughter? It was, it was really hard. It was sad. And finally, I think it was in June. And I, you know, I was trying to find a therapist for her. I was trying to find all these different potential people. And I actually... Got connected with the woman through Vanessa Files, who we did the retreat with, um, to a woman who's considered a gifted medical intuitive and naturopath. And she's locally in Minneapolis. And I was like, great, I'll go see her. I didn't know what to expect. She doesn't even have a website. She has like a Facebook page, a physical brick and mortar store and um, a phone number. (laughs) Um, So I couldn't do a lot of even research on the woman. But I went, booked an appointment, brought her there. And, you know, you have to have a lot of faith when you go to see someone like that. You're not seeing a doctor, you're not getting blood tests done or anything like that. But she basically told us that Caroline's body is like fighting a virus, basically. Like she is so nutrient deficient. um, She probably has a sluggish thyroid She's deficient in, you know, iodine and chromium and vitamin D and magnesium and all these different, you know, gut health issues. So she put us on. she put Caroline on a bunch of supplements.
1: So quick question, backing up quickly. How did she know that Caroline was
0: deficient in all of those things? She's an intuitive and she can ask your body questions. And I know for a lot of people listening, you know, that's, that can be considered a little out there if you will. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I have seen lots of different healers and acupuncturists and alternative people. And for me, I was like, you know what, for a small cost of the two hour session we were with her, it was worth it. Um, And I just had a good feeling like that's where, you know, I like science. Absolutely. I like data and facts and I'll get to what I've been done after, but it just felt right to me. I was like, she does all the supplements. I mean, you and I are familiar with lots of supplements. So I knew the brands, they were all very reputable, high-end brands that she carries. And I was like, well, what's, what's kind of the worst that can happen? You know, we're taking vitamin D like high doses, very high doses of vitamin D. So we went back after three weeks and I had already noticed within three weeks, an improvement in her energy and her mood. And, and Jean, you know, the woman said, she noticed too, and then she gave us a couple other things. So we started with maybe five supplements and we've worked our way up. I mean, she's probably taking close to 10 right now. This has been going on since mid-June, but I noticed a difference. So then Caroline went to camp. She was gone for three and a half weeks. She took all the supplements at camp, which was great because they helped administer that. So I didn't have to worry about her forgetting. She came back. We went and saw Jean right away and you, Jean asked her and Caroline said, this is a 13 year old. I noticed a difference. I feel better. I have more energy. Her smile was back. I mean, it was like I had my daughter back again, you know? Um, sorry, this is just getting a little emotional here. Um, so we've continued. I mean, she is still on this supplement protocol. I will say kind of rewind back the first day I took her I was like, okay, this is great. Let's put you on a bunch of supplements. But I I wanted a little bit, I wanted some testing. So you and I, you know, as integrative health practitioners can run this hair tissue mineral analysis. So I took a sample of her hair that same day. So the very first day she even started the supplements and mailed that back. I got the results back when she was at camp, I think. Everything was very consistent with what Jean, this intuitive naturopathic healer told me. Amazing. I mean, red flags, like- sluggish thyroid, you know, probably some blood sugar imbalances, lots of mineral, magnesium, lots of mineral deficiencies, and the ratios that are really important when you do this report are, are off. Um, I'm you know, really adre- curious. Adrenal fatigue, ad- like all, all sorts of things for a 13-year-old, which is shocking for someone at such a young age. Right, right.
1: Who eats a fairly healthy diet too, right? Oh, like- I mean, she's a teenager. So yes, we have I mean, good food in, in your home. home your home is a healthy home though. Yeah. So what I'm curious about is how did you get her to do this? Like, was she like, oh my gosh, this lady's a quack or like, what was her response? <laughs> you know,
0: it, 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 Jean likes to talk. So like, yes, after an hour, she's nudging me like, mom, can we get out of here? Yeah. She took all the supplements. That girl is a rock star. I be- I mean, I do, ha- I have to remind her and then she chugs. I mean, there are adults that can't swallow pills, right? I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking 10 different things. She prefers the pills over the liquids. Cause like some of the liquids, like don't taste so good, right? Yeah. She just does it. And she wanted like organizer. We have one of those little pill organizers for her. She fills them all up herself. She knows exactly what she needs to take. Amazing. I mean, I do have to remind her. There's a couple that she doesn't love to take, but let me tell you, I know adults that don't, can't take supplements and somehow she does it. And I think honestly, Marnie, it's when you start to feel the benefit and you know, what you're doing is helping you. Mm -hmm. That's the motivation to keep going. So would you say, so this started, you said in like May, May, June, well, we started the supplements in mid June, but I mean, her behavior had been, had been months and months of sort of a downward
1: So would you say she's completely back to what you would expect her to
0: be? For the most part. Yes. I am not entirely. So we actually went and got blood work taken at the pediatrician because I'm concerned about the thyroid. That's my gut. Um, And we're, we're awaiting those results back. So, you know, more to come on that, I think. But what about her, her spirit, I guess. Her spirit is much better. I mean, My husband comments on it. My mother-in-law was here commenting on it. So a lot of it is back. I mean, at least 80%. Well,
1: good job to you. I mean, seriously, like I think parents out there don't know what to do when they're in these types of situations or they just say, oh, you know, therapy or meds and, you know, out you go. And so I admire how you really Found a person that could help her and were able to think outside the box and think about using supplements and other tools, testing to help her rebalance her body. Because that's really what you're doing, right? Is rebalancing, you know, the vitamins and minerals and
0: everything going on inside her body. Absolutely. And I think it is, I think thankfully, because of my background and because of this podcast, it's opened me up to alternative ways of treatment. There's not one size fits all. And I just, I encourage parents out there for themselves and, or their kids, you know, challenge the status quo a little bit, think outside the traditional Western medical system. And we need that. Yes. But there are so many other ways to balance the body, heal the body and help so that, you know, in five, 10 years, hopefully she doesn't have a more, um, severe or any sort of chronic illness out there. Right. And addressing that sooner rather than later. And if something as simple as a, a high quality supplement can do that. I mean, absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. So,
1: you know, for parents out there that are noticing similar things, what would you say they should do? Like, do you recommend they contact, I think you said
0: Jean or like, what, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think first it's trusting your intuition. We talk about this a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I think you have to quiet your mind. Yes, it's good to go on Google and talk to people, but there's lots a lot of noise out there. You know, one person telling you this, one person telling you that. Don't just take like your first, the first answer someone gives you as the gospel for one. Um, I think really advocating for your child when you know something's not right, you know, don't just assume that they need a, a pill necessarily, or just therapy is great. I'm all all for that. Um, be, I, I think for us, it was like a, it's like anything else. It's a holistic view. You can't, you don't just need one approach sometimes. So being open to trying different things, just having like an open mind, curiosity, exploring, um, you know, find someone locally or wherever you are, you know, ask around, there's different Facebook groups out there for different types. And, you know, ask the question, find a more holistic or a functional or integrative practitioner. It doesn't even need to be a doctor. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, obviously if you live locally and you want to reach out, her name's Jean O'Hearn and she's with um, nature's wisdom is her business name to find her and book an appointment with her. Um, and just yeah, just I think be be open minded and take a holistic view for health. And I think that's great advice.
1: Also, if you know you're listening to this podcast right now and you're having those your own issues personally, it's not just about our kids, right? Absolutely. Same advice for your for your own personal well being. Yes. So Stephanie, as we are closing out the year. I'm wondering, what are you wishing for most in 2022?
0: Hmm. Such a good question. Um, You know, for me, there's this theme that I've recognized recently in my life, and it's peace. It's peacefulness, and it starts with myself. I've been on this journey to be at peace with myself for a long time. And I really think then that translates to bringing forth peace to others, you know, my immediate family, and it calms the chaos that's been part of my life for a very long time, starting with childhood and then peace for everyone. I think we need more of it in this world. And I'm really, you know, I'm hopeful that the polar, the opposites that we're having and just the, um, I don't, I just feel like right now in our country and our world, it's just extremes on either side and we're not really listening and talking to each other because I think we all really want the same thing and I just think the world in general needs more peace but it honestly has to start with yourself so finding peace within yourself so that you can project that onto others and have a ripple effect for the world I
1: love that that's so beautiful and what a what a wonderful wish for 2022 um so I wish you peace (laughs) thank you Anyway, so this was so fun chatting with you today. Um, I loved hearing about your retreat experience. I hope to do something like that someday soon. I don't know when, but at some point. And um, I also thank you for sharing your experience with your daughter because I think that the more that we share our own personal experiences, the more, like you said, the ripple effect. It, it maybe it'll help someone else. And even if it helps one other person out there, that's what an amazing gift. So thank you.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. It, you know, it feels good to share and talk about these things, right? Yeah. So yes. anyway, have a great day. Thank you. And a happy new year to everyone. Yes. Happy, um, healthy new year. Yes, with lots of peace and joy. <laughs> Bye-bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well
0: podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration
1: in between episodes, you can find us on social media at theartofliving_well underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.